everybody, just a reminder to go see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock, 502 Texas Avenue. Best beer in Lubbock by far. Brendan and I can both attest to it. Great guys, great place to hang out with friends and great food trucks out there as well. But they were voted the best place to have a beer in Lubbock. Best of the West for this year. So go down and see our friends down at Two Docks in downtown Lubbock. Now let's get to RRS in 10. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome into RRS and 10. I'm RC Maxfield alongside Brandon Solis. It is Friday. You've made it through the work week, Brandon. Go have yourself a two docs beer. Always. I will. Uh, once I get back from Amarillo. So that'll be a good time. I can actually uh, maybe take some with me up to Amarillo. So maybe I'll stop by before I take off. Just be sure to meet, leave them uh, unopened on the way up there. Um, legal reasons we have to say that. Um, a lot to get to this weekend, though, as Texas Tech Athletics has a jam-packed schedule. Let's start with today. Track and field has a shootout here in Lubbock, welcoming a couple of teams to the outdoor complex right by Dan Law Field at Rip Griffin Park. So quality teams coming in for that in Texas Tech, trying to get some more marks in the outdoor events as well. Softball will be in Lubbock as they welcome in the Cyclones of Iowa State for a three-game set. And then elsewhere, track and field will also split this weekend and be in Lawrence at the Rock Chalk Classic. While number 11, Texas Tech Baseball, faces off against the number three Texas Longhorns starting today at 2 o'clock, not 7. They changed it to 2 o'clock because of potential severe weather in Austin. But I don't know if there's going to be a more critical series on the campaign and on the schedule for the Red Raiders than this one this weekend where you face the number three team in the country. But more importantly, you face the team that's tied in first place in the Big 12 and you still have a uh, outside chance to potentially win the conference. Yeah, this is like you said, it's going to be a big series on the road in Austin. I'm uh, waiting to see if there's going to be a special somebody throwing out a first pitch. We'll see. But uh, you're 28 and 10 right now, eight and seven. You need to get a little bit uh, of a cushion there in that Big 12, <clears throat> in that Big 12 conference record uh, going up against the 12 and three Longhorns. And uh, hopefully the time change doesn't really um, affect them too much. I mean, Monteverdi is still going out there. He's been solid. Looking to see what Micah Dallas does on Saturday because they're throwing some uh, pretty big arms too. Ty Matt and Tristan Stevens combined two losses. And uh, I think just under a a four or just above a four ERA. So uh, combined with those two guys. So uh, Ty Madden on Friday, just to see what's on Saturday against Monteverdi, Dallas and Montgomery uh, leading you out on Sunday. So two lefties and a righty. Uh, I hope this offense kind of gets it going. Cause if, if it doesn't, it might, it might be another long weekend. Like we saw against Baylor, just uh, obviously in Austin. Yeah, no, the sticks got to get going. You mentioned the two starters. I mean, the Sunday starter for them is no slouch either. And Colby no. Kepchek, um, he's five and three with a one four three RA. So they're bringing guys with the highest ERA is Stevens at two seventy four. I mean, that's Lower there's a re there's a reason they're the number three team in the country. Um, mm -hmm. um, I, and I think if anything, I think this is a positive for Patrick Monteverde that they switched it to two o'clock. 
hear me out on this. What was he to begin the year? He was the Saturday starter. Typically Saturday games are during the day. So maybe he got a comfort level with that. Um, Also, I might just be making stuff up and there's nothing there. That's probably the likely outcome. Take the latter on what I said there. But it is a huge, huge series for the Red Raiders if they want to have any chance of competing for the Big 12 title. And maybe that's just not in the realm of possibilities right now, especially with the injuries that they've had this year. And that's completely fine. Um, But your first step is to arguably beat the best pitcher in the Big 12 in Ty Mm -hmm. Madden. You saw what happened when he faced, uh, faced Tyler Thompson from Baylor. Tyler Thomas, I should say, not Thompson, Thomas. Um, Last Friday, one of the best pitchers in the Big 12. Doesn't get any easier. and In fact, it gets more difficult on a Friday night with Ty Madden. So a lot to look forward to this weekend. You got to bring the sticks. That top of the lineup's got to be great. And uh, I'm interested to see how Texas uh, navigates Jace Young because the lineup outside of him has been a little inconsistent, him and Cal mm-hmm. Conley. So I wonder if they try and navigate that lineup just a little bit and try and avoid damage. Moving on, though, to Saturday, uh, the Corky and Corcroft shootout continues for Texas Tech track and field here in Lubbock, the outdoor event, as well up in Lawrence at the Rock Chalk Classic. They will be running both events there, trying to get national marks and qualifying for the Big 12 conference title. Also, Texas Tech baseball, 2.30 first pitch on Saturday down in Austin, and then softball has a first pitch at 4 p.m. Moving on to Sunday, only two events, and that will be softball and baseball. Softball has their series finale with the Cyclones at 11 a.m. First pitch over at Rocky Johnson, while baseball has their series finale down in Austin with scheduled first pitch for 2.30. So every game down in Austin for the Red Raiders will be at 2 or 2.30. Um, and on Friday, not sure exactly what channel that will be on. I'm assuming it's going to be ESPN Plus or maybe that mm-hmm. awful network that ESPN decided to invest in. Um, but as always, you can listen to all those games on Double T 97.3. And I, I wanted to give a, a shout out to uh, the softball team too. You can listen to those games. Um, on KTXT 88.1, the Raiders. So um, show the softball team some love. I saw there was a thread on the board talking about softball, and it's good to see people, uh, you know, obviously people do, Brandon, but it's good to see that people are concerned and showing a little bit of emotion um, about a program other than, you know, baseball, basketball, as well as football. So thought that was kind of cool to see on the board the other day. Yeah, outside those three, and you got some pretty solid teams out there and, you know, both golf programs. Both tennis programs, softball is not really doing too hot, but hey, they still have a season. They're still playing. And, you know, you just got to support uh, as many teams as you can. And obviously I'm missing out on a ton of other programs outside of those. But but like you said, you know, just go out supporting. It's the best way you can really, uh, you know, get behind the Red Raiders. And, you know, I think you're also, by the way, don't forget NFL draft continues 6 p.m. Central time. Friday and that's round two and three you could see a red raider go yeah you could no red um, raiders uh, in first round but i would venture um, to say that uh you will see one tomorrow yeah i feel pretty confident in that or mm-hmm. well not tomorrow today what am i talking today, about friday i mean everybody knows we record on thursday night or the night before anyway but literally friday today i i would venture to say zach mcpherson will get drafted today Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, let's go. Yeah, yeah that's you a... guys and you, Caleb Farley. I kind of was hoping we'd trade up. Oh, for Farley? Yeah, for uh-huh. those who don't know, I am a Titans fan. Um, 
it's probably the biggest risk in the first round, honestly, with his back he issues. He might be, mm-hmm. but I mean, still solid, solid guy. I mean, I guess the number third, number three uh, cornerback, I believe. Yeah, I'm just happy I'm not a Packers fan. If we're yeah, being that honest, sucks, man. Eric Stokes, Georgia. That's exactly. I, I'm telling you right now, Aaron Rodgers walked into that front office and said, "Damn it, if you don't draft Eric Stokes from Georgia, I won't come back." I mean it. I guarantee it. That's what he said, verbatim. And they had uh, what's his name? I think Elijah Moore was on just, the board. You had Elijah. Moore. You had Trey uh, Marshall. Bateman had just gotten picked up. Yeah, you had Marshall on the board from LSU. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you got guys there. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, they yeah, obviously just don't want Aaron Rodgers there anymore. I think that's the only logical way to think. Um, but, again, a lot going on this weekend. Huge series for Texas Tech baseball. If they want to compete and maybe even host a regional, those 20 sites were um, locked in, it mm-hmm. sounds like, from Kendall Rogers. They'll announce those 20 um, here in the next couple of days to weed it down to those sites that potentially could host. And uh, I would venture to say Lubbock is probably in the running for that. Um, but we shall see. But he is Brandon IMRC. Shout out to Two Docs for sponsoring the podcast. We'll be back with another podcast. Be on the lookout for that. Um, where we will be discussing Texas Tech football as well as the NFL draft here and kind of recapping things and uh, what our thoughts are and who you should be looking forward to uh, getting drafted as Red Raiders. But again, shout out to Two Docs for sponsoring the podcast. He's Brandon. I'm RC. You know where to get the latest and most breaking news when it comes to Texas Tech Athletics. That's over on RedRaiderSports.com.